Good morning and welcome to Tuesday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And how you doing? It's the, e, I guess, the morning of the first presidential debate, maybe the most important election uh, that we have seen uh, yet when it comes to the United States. And unfortunately, whether it's this election, the next election, uh, I, it's we're heading the wrong way. Uh, just cascading debt, socialism everywhere, law and order, uh, seemingly a thing of the past. Uh, financial crisis after financial crisis after financial crisis. And, and what are we left with? And this is what's going to be interesting tonight, how it goes uh, again, I don't know that it matters a whole lot, but it does a little bit. Uh, I think that if Biden's going to stumble, this is the debate to do with it because then you got there's still going to be two more that he can make it up on. Uh, we'll, we'll see if he can go uh, 90 minutes. Uh, we'll, it'll be interesting to see how many people watch it. Uh, I actually think I'm going to watch it, but I, I'm watching it for the same reason people watch NASCAR. Because I want to see the crash, right? That's what I'm hoping for. That's that's what I'm looking for in this debate. I just want to see it. And I, you know, obviously Trump's going to be Trump. I, I just want to see the crash uh, and see what happens. So uh, the Dow is down uh, several hundred points, which normally you would say, okay, that means gold's down. Uh-uh. The other way, gold continuing to rally here, uh, up another fifteen. Uh, over 1890, 1890 on gold. So uh, looks like uh, the sell-off may be over. Uh, you know, we hit that 1842 level. I said there was resistance there. Uh, gave you what, what, you know, potentially the dead rock bottom. Uh, didn't know that we'd get there. Didn't think we'd get there, at least for the last several days now. Looks like we're not going to get there. Uh, the dollar continuing. All that dollar rally we saw last week. Uh, fizzling away uh, this week because let's face it the, the the realities are it's just not that good of a picture when you start talking about the U.S. dollar and think about all the things I talked about over the last couple of days right on, on Friday we talked about China's digital currency yesterday if you missed yesterday's show give it a listen anybody out there trying to tell you we're not going to a digital dollar a digital currency you need to listen to the show yesterday. They all but said, yeah, that's where we're going. Uh, and, and pretty simply, very creatively, hey, you know what? It's just easier for us to give you money. That was one of the main drivers. Matter of fact, according to Metzer, who is the head of the Cleveland Federal Reserve and one of the top candidates to either be the next head of the central bank itself or the next treasury secretary, of the United States was on record as saying, hey, listen, we've sped it up. Which I absolutely, I absolutely believe they sped it up. Of course they sped it up. Because we don't have that much time left. But that's okay. You keep not buying gold. See how it works for you. Go ahead. I don't, you know, I'm not going to force you. But the reason, a new reason brilliant just brilliant you know these people they don't let they don't miss a trick 
you know, which kind of leads you to believe maybe this all was really truly is all planned out. Uh, you know, it's getting hard to argue that it isn't. Yes, so we can get money into people's accounts faster. Right? Who doesn't like to hear that? I mean, how much freedom will we give up uh, when uh, you're dead broke and you need money? I mean, think about it. We're going to have, what, 50, 60 million people on food stamps, right? Hey, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, put money in my, put more money in my account. You know, the, the stimulus money or uh, Congress goes and appropriates, hey, we're going to send uh, every American $1,000. They can have it there in a matter of a day. If you got a bank account, I guess I don't know what happens if you don't have a bank account. That that uh, that would be that would be something. I don't know the answer to that. Uh, but any in any event, uh, that was the the newest reason. And then for all of you out there that for years have been complaining about J.P. Morgan and the manipulation in the gold and silver markets. All of you have been vindicated today. Because I was one of those guys where I'll be honest with you, it didn't matter to me one way or the other. Right? I'm like, ah, it's just, you know, it just is what it is, you know, and and uh you can call it manipulation, not manipulation. It was. JP Morgan uh has now settled. Uh, they're gonna pay nine hundred and twenty million dollars. Uh, to resolve the government in, uh, investigation into uh, a manipulating of the precious metals market with spoofing trades. And this is where J.P. Morgan was betting against their own clients. Uh, one client in particular sued for $30 million. They cost the client $30 million in losses. They didn't care. Uh, and were making fake trades. In other words, they were putting a contract. Take, take the, and obviously, which way did J.P. Morgan want the market to go? Always down. They would spoof trades, saying, "Hey, we've got," and let everybody see it. We've got this trade for you know who knows a hundred thousand contracts short. They really weren't ever going to make that trade, but they wanted people to think they were going to make it to try to force the losses. Uh, gonna cost them. It's only gonna cost them nine hundred and twenty million. They probably made nine billion doing it. Uh, but for all of you out there, today's your day. You were right all along. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Yeah, J.P. Morgan uh, finally caught with their hand in the cookie jar. It's a crazy case. So believe it or not, and and of course we do. We understand. Listen, these banks have been able to operate like criminal organizations for decades. Listen, this is why, why do you think they push so hard to get this central bank? You know, America really, you can attribute most of America's rise to a superpower without the central bank. We didn't have a central bank for like 100 years. We had no inflation, and except the in time of war, we didn't even have to have a minimum wage because everything cost the same. We we developed the automobile. I mean, the the, the uh, transportation. We had all of this stuff that we did without a central bank. But the bankers hated that. 
get it. They wanted to make money. Spoofing wasn't even banned until 2008. Part of the uh, Dodd-Frank deal. Of course, that didn't stop the banks from, from doing this. According to the government's own investigation, J.P. Morgan had denied these claims for years. And in 2016, succeeded in getting their, their case against them dismissed by a judge. Right? And that was, I think that was kind of when I was like, you know, listen, it is what it is, blah, blah, blah. But these, these plaintiffs, they knew. They knew what had happened. I don't know how they knew, but they knew. They appealed it. And the case uh, was reopened in 2017. The case was pending in November of 2018. This is how long. Now think about it. These charges were brought from 2010. So here are these three very wealthy individuals, obviously, battling with the bank now for eight years. And they, the only reason why they ended up winning was a J.P. Morgan trader, John Edmonds, actually admitted in a federal court that he, along with other unnamed co-conspirators at the banks, manipulated the prices of gold, silver, and platinum uh, and palladium futures contracts. Now remember, it was banned in 08. From 09 to 2015, they said that J.P. Morgan... So even think about this. These guys bring the lawsuit. J.P. Morgan keeps doing it. Actually convinces a judge to throw the case out. And then what happened was uh, it was another bank. I want to say it was Deutsche Bank that kind of turned in all the other banks. J.P. Morgan obviously being one of the main ones. Uh, forcing them to plead guilty. But when, what they said was, Edmund said, hey, I learned how to do it from my bosses. They're the ones that told me how to do it. He said the strategy was used hundreds of times with the knowledge and consent of his supervisors. And, of course, you got to remember now, see, now he goes to prison. The supervisors, right, don't ever put anything in writing, right? Right. Here you go. Hey, we told him to do it, but yeah, he can't prove it. They said that uh, they sought permission from the judge to reopen the case. Long story short, while they were going after their money, the Justice Department went to the judge and asked the judge to wait, forcing these guys to wait even longer because they were uh, now uh, inducting a criminal investigation into J.P. Morgan's precious metals desk. So uh, these guys waited. Finally now they've been vindicated. They've been awarded $30 million. Uh, J.P. Morgan has been forced to pay $920 million in fines. 
uh, for participating in racketeering conspiracy in connection with a multi-year scheme to manipulate the markets and defraud customers as well as other crimes related to spoofing. You just think about this. This is the biggest bank in the country. And, they, and of course, is J.B. Diamond going to face anything? No. No. As a matter of fact, uh, he's going to get a big fat bonus and all of these things. Uh, th- this is something, by the way, it wasn't only uh, the precious metals markets. We know about the treasury markets. And, and this, is, this is the point I'm trying to make to you. The only people in danger when it comes to the new digital dollar is the depositors. You're the ones in danger. Not the banks, right? The banks are designed uh, to be protected and insulated, right? We see the central banks actually look at the central bank. What do they do? Hey, we're buying the debt market. Why? Why are you buying the debt market? Have you wondered why they're buying it? Why are they buying $120 billion worth of bonds every single month? Why Why am I telling you, by the way, that's just the tip of the iceberg, because they're going to have to be buying the the commercial mortgage market and so uh, pretty much all the markets. Don't be surprised if the central bank is buying $250 billion a month, every month. Don't be surprised. But why are they doing it? Is it to protect you? No. It's to protect the banks. right? It's to protect them in thinking about what it is that, that, that's going to happen to the banking industry, you know, you know, what do they talk about? When the tide goes out, right, you find out who's got no clothes on. And this is the banks. They, they, they are nothing more than criminal organizations. You look at Wells Fargo. How is that bank still a bank? Think about all the illicit activities that they perpetrated on their own customers. It's amazing. But here's the thing. They've made it so hard. It's such a pain in the butt to switch banks. Everybody out there, I know you know it. But this is why I'm telling you, you got to have money in the bank. You do. But I, w- I would just keep an amount, you know, no greater than three months' worth of expenses uh, and, and put the rest of it into metals. You're going to be better off. I mean, think about really what we're talking about right now, the, the CBO. Who, let's face it, the CBO can't predict anything. Remember last year they told you the debt was, wasn't going to be $30 trillion until 2030? It's going to be $30 trillion by the, by the end of the year. They've now come out and said between now and 2050, so the next 30 years, think about this. Maybe you got kids. I got kids. Right? My oldest is 21 years old. So in 2050, he's going to be 50, turn 51 in 2050. My youngest, right, he'll be 47. He'll turn 48 at the end of 2050. And the CBO, now listen, 
They, they're so bad at predicting. Whatever the number they give you, double it. They're calling for a deficit of somewhere in the ballpark of $100 trillion. So really, what is it going to be? $200 trillion? We're never going to get that far. We are going to get a digital dollar. We're going to have a digital currency. It's going to work very simply. All these governments out there, they're going to have, whether it was, you know, the Bank of International Settlements, right, uh, special drawing rights from the IMF. Uh, they're going to have what I'll call, I'll call it a Fed coin, right? That's, that's used to make purchases in between countries. Right, you're stuck with the digital dollar. We're, we, I said, you, we, we're stuck with the digital dollar. Oh, look how convenient it is, though. Double. I mean, just with a, a click of a keyboard, they can put some money in your account. The fact that they have to is what's disgusting about what's happening right now. I mean, I, I did, I did the the uh, the story last week. You got a hundred thousand dollars in your bank, in your savings account. You know how much you get for that hundred grand? Fifty bucks. If you got a million, you get five hundred dollars. You used to be able to get seven percent on a million bucks. You know. That was $70,000. How did you turn $70,000 into 500 bucks? Ask the central bank. That's what you really need to be paying attention to. I mean, think about it. 25 years ago, I know, way back when, heck, let's go 30 years since I just did a 30-year analogy. So 30 years ago, I was 20 years old. If you had a million dollars, you'd get $70,000 in interest. 70 grand. Now think about, hey, if you had your house paid off, right, and all you had to do was pay your property tax, right, you could, you could, you'd be okay, right? House paid off. You know, I gotta, I gotta pay the power bill and, and the trash and the water and and uh, you know, hopefully your cars are paid off or, or something reasonable. And of course, cars were so much cheaper back then, right? You could, you could live off the, hardly even touch your principal, if at all. Now think about it: in thirty years, now you got a million dollars. Here's 500 bucks. Let's go crazy. If you put it somewhere a little more risky, maybe one of these online banks. Right? You know the ones I'm talking about. Hey, maybe you could get a whopping 1%. Right? Maybe, maybe you could find somebody out there that, that would be willing to give you, you know, 10 grand. The average institution, if you just have it in there, hey, you're getting 500 bucks, but you're going to get, maybe you're going to get 10 grand, maybe. Now, here's the problem with that. 
inflation, the way they calculate it, has been averaging about, what, 1.8%? So every year, you're losing money. It costs you money to have your money in the bank. And it's only going to get worse. And guess what? Even that, even then, the banks can't make it. They're dependent upon the central bank monetizing our debt. I mean, they commit crimes all over the place. Why? Why? Because they need to. You know, and, and, and that's just kind of the name of the game. And, it, and it's something where the callousness of how they treat their own customers, it's ridiculous. No small business in America could ever get away with that. Ever. Could you imagine? You'd be out of business in a second. Maybe the greatest criminal organization of all time. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592 as, the, as we watch what's happening now. We, right, we don't have a full picture. Right, We, we, we know uh, these moratoriums are coming to an end. Uh, you're starting to see it here in, even in Phoenix. Uh, which I, you know, I still think you know we're still growing people. All these blue staters still moving here, uh, but places are just closing. Restaurants that have been in business for decades are gone, and and it's starting to multiply. And we're we're better than most. How about New York City? I mean, it's been horrific what's happening there, uh, Mayor De Blasio aggressively pull, pushing for a $12.4 billion federal bailout because New York City faces an unprecedented $7 billion budget deficit. Now, this is just this is the city. $7 billion. Remember, they just furloughed 9,000 workers uh, the other day. But let me tell you something about, about uh, these, these blue state governments. Here's part of the problem. After, uh, by the way, the furlough. So he, he 9,000 workers. In addition to that way, the mayor announced a one-week unpaid furlough. So 9,000, you got long-term furlough. But for himself and 494 employees in his office, that's going to save them... <laughs> Uh, eight hundred and sixty grand. So uh, uh, th- those people will get one week off without pay. But when you look at the skyrocketing payroll of New York City, and again, just take out New York City, put your city in there, okay? In twenty sixteen, there were seventy six thousand one hundred and sixty six employees. With pay exceeding one hundred thousand dollars by twenty nineteen, we went from seventy six thousand to a hundred and fourteen thousand employees. <laughs> that's that's a fifty percent increase, by the way, from what in five years of the number of employees making more uh, than a hundred thousand dollars 
2019, Plumber's Helpers. Not the actual plumber, but the helper to the plumber. Earned $172,988. How about this one? The thermostat repairman. Yes, New York City has its own thermostat repairman. Matter of fact, I guarantee you they probably got a bunch of them. Now, would you rather be a plumber's helper or a thermostat repairman? I, I would, in my, I'm thinking, I'm like, well, I'm probably the plumber helper. He probably makes, but uh-uh. Nope, the thermostat repairman, he makes 198630 bucks. I can't make it up. How about regular laborers? Just a regular laborer, right? So you're not a, a, a plumber or an electrician. You're just a laborer. Two hundred and thirteen thousand. An electrician. Two hundred and fifty-three thousand. And that plumber, you know, we make fun of plumbers, don't we? Right? You got plumbers crack, and and we make all the jokes. By by the way, a really good plumber, right? You, you have your own plumbing business. That's a good business. Believe me, we got plenty of plumbers that buy gold from Patriot. They may not make as much as the plumber for the city of New York. Uh, $286,000. School janitors. (laughs) Now, you know, I'll say this. Would you rather be a school janitor or the principal? Now, you could argue that the janitor has the crappier job, right? You know, no pun intended. Got to clean up the crap and the vomit and all that. Uh, the janitors, two hundred fifty-six thousand. The principal only makes one fifty-four. Wow! Wow! Yeah. How's that? You think? Uh, no wonder why our education system's messed up. Four deputy mayors, two hundred forty-one thousand apiece. Five thousand nine hundred and ninety-eight city employees out earned the governor. <laughs> so Governor Cuomo makes one hundred and seventy-eight k. New York City's got six thousand people that make more than him. The city has three hundred and thirty-one full-time employees. By the way, five years ago, they had less than three hundred thousand. Now, New York's losing population. You, you'd think they'd need less employees, not more. 592,432 people pull the paycheck from the city. So they got a lot of part-timers on top of the, the, the full-timers. Almost 600,000 people working for... You, think we, you don't think we got too much government? Uh, for a total cost of $29.5 billion. By the way, that's just pay. That does not uh, include health care or pension benefits. Throw those in, that $30 billion becomes $40 billion. 
I mean, and again, you could go on and on and on, and this is the problem. And now uh, the Democrats want to bail them out. This is why the president doesn't want to do it. Listen, we want to we want to help the people out there. Should we help the city of New York? What are we going to do? Here's the problem. What if we don't help them? What happens? What if we don't help Illinois? What if we don't help Chicago? What if we don't help California? What if we don't help New Jersey? What if we don't help Connecticut? What if we don't help Michigan? What is going to happen? All those bonds go bust. Right? All the bonds go bust. Right? The city the city can't pay their workers. They can't I mean right, right, what do you do? Well, I can either pay the workers or I can pay all the bonds. But I can't do both. And this is the problem. And now, all of a sudden, there's been a huge shock to the revenue. See, these cities thought, hey, we've got time. Right? We've been kicking the can down the road a little more and a little more and a little more. But don't worry. we still got more time. But the revenue came to a halt. Now, all of a sudden, time's up. Gold's just getting started. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Gold and silver at the highs of the day now. Uh, gold, 1896. Uh, the December contract now, 1900. Back over 1900. Silver, uh, here it comes again. Listen, it's not going to be long. Uh, silver's up 55 more cents, 24 uh, and a quarter in rising. and It's not going to be a straight line. It's not going right to 20000 but it's going there. You know, the dollar is going to have uh, its moments of, of strength. They won't last long. Uh, but, you know, that last week, you know, the, the coronavirus, all the Fed speak, right? The, the, the second the Fed's not talking, what happens? Dollar starts falling. It's not worth what it's printed on. And this is what you're preparing for. Are you pre- preparing for the gold price of tomorrow? No. Are we preparing for the gold price next year, three years, five years, ten years? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're looking at, I don't know, in the next ten years. Let, let's be optimistic. Optimistic. Another $20 trillion. I mean, that means... Everything went right. Twenty trillion. Okay, on top of thirty. That would be fifty. More than likely. The likely scenario is something closer to thirty to forty more trillion. That's likely. That's not being a pessimist, and that's not being an optimist. Everything goes wrong. I don't even know what to say. 60? On top of the 30? Right? I mean, this, this is what you're preparing for. Let me cut you a break today, because I'm a nice guy. Uh, U.S. $10 liberties. I've only got 50. I wish I had more, but it's all I got. U.S. $10 liberties. We're going to do them at 1050 I mean, so this is 25 bucks off. 
and gold's gone up another five bucks since I've been on the air. So thousand fifty on U.S. ten dollar liberties at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. You know, if uh, if Eric's right and gold goes to twenty thousand, you know, no biggie, right? These coins will be worth ten grand apiece. Uh, you, you decide. Eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two. Uh, bad news on trade this morning. The trade deficit for August eighty three billion dollars. Uh, a horrible rebound in exports. In other words, we're not the exports not growing. Uh, where's all the Chinese buying that they promised us? I'll update you there. Uh, they said imports rose in August to two hundred point. 201.3, so $201 billion. We had an $83 billion trade deficit. Right, so, what do we, you know, we shipped like less than $120 billion, imported over $2 billion. Uh, by, by the way, yeah, exports were $118 billion. Ex, imports, $201 billion. Uh, that's going to have a a negative effect on the GDP. So, well, third quarter GDP is still going to be a bounce back. Uh, on on the China news, how are they doing? You know, the other day I told you, hey, China's bought some soybeans. But according to uh, the latest data on the U.S.-China trade agreement, a summary of China's monthly purchases of U.S. goods covered by the deal says that China's year-to-date total imports were $56 billion versus where they're, they're supposed to be right now. You know, all right, well, here we are at the end of September. Uh, they're supposed to be at $115 billion. They're at 56 So not quite, just, just above half. Which means that the prorated year-to-date target says that China's 48% below the level needed to fulfill the deal. Uh, and again, the pressure needs to remain. Uh, the, the trade deficit with the Chinese has not gotten better. They're not, listen, this just, they're not agreeing to anything. They're going to do what they do. Which means we need to do what we need to do. But when you think about it, if China's not making these purchases, right, that's just more hardship. I mean, we've already, listen, I can tell you right now, I know so many farmers, so, so many. There's not one of them that wants money from the government. They just want a fair shake. You give an American farmer a fair playing field, and they will win. They will win. There's no doubt about it. Uh, and that's what Trump's trying to do. Just we just not only have we not gotten there right, but we haven't. What, what's the next step? Right, start thinking about you know TikTok and WeChat and Huawei, dude. It's still not enough. It's still not enough. Friday I did that show, letting you know China's got the plan. They've already got a digital currency. They're already testing it live in cities. They know we've got 40 million people living abroad. (laughs) Think about that. 40 million people. They almost got as many people living abroad as we got on food stamps, right? I mean, it's incredible to think about it. 
they're going to globalize their currency through a digital one. And they said, all right, they said just the number of Chinese living abroad alone is enough. Then you start thinking about all the trade deals that they've been able to accomplish getting away from the U.S. dollar, uh, and it's a huge, huge problem. Huge problem. Because we need to sell. Who's buying all the debt I just told you about? Is it $2 trillion a year, $3 trillion a year, $4 trillion a year, $5 trillion a year? Who's going to buy it? Especially with negative returns. Not the Chinese. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Two lines open. Listen, don't let it pass you by. I've been, I've been, you know, trying to get you to understand here, this is where you need to add to your portfolio. A little cost averaging. Listen, gold's what, 60 60 70 bucks away from being where it was before the uh this this pullback if you will a gift uh, which is a good thing right get the the weak hands out and come back and and look at the picture what's changed what changed from gold at 1950 1960 to when it hit 1842 what changed and the answer is nothing did more people start all of a sudden paying their bills? Nope. Did less people start filing for unemployment claims? Uh-uh. Did the cities and the states magically find money? No. Has the economic condition of the commercial real estate market gotten better? Uh-uh. None of that changed. And now we're starting to see that play out again. Uh, we got the debate tonight. We'll see how it goes. I, I think the uh, the Democrats got their fingers crossed. It's going to be interesting. I still think it's Trump. I I, I still think so. Uh, the vast majority of us, you know, because uh, the the mainstream media just they don't get it, right? Yeah, you know the if you wanted to scrutinize Biden the way you scrutinize Trump, it'd be the same. Right? We're, we're flawed people. You know, let's just say it. We're, we're all flawed. We do the best we can. Uh, but uh, I, I just think the violence and all of this other stuff, law and order is going to prevail. Uh, but we'll see how that goes today. Uh, the markets right now, uh, Wall Street is down. It's off of its lows. Now it's down 160. Uh, gold's at the highs. Like I said, gold's up uh, 17 bucks and change at 1900 uh, on December gold current here, uh, 1897 U.S. ten dollar liberties. Uh, there's, there's. Uh, I just got a note. Thank you, Arlene. Uh, there's 36 ten dollar liberties left. There are 1,050 at 800 951 By the way, I don't know what happened. Crude oil. Something, something must be up in crude oil because it's down five percent today. Uh, thirty-eight sixty-eight on crude oil, and my guess is there probably some data uh, about economic activity. That's got to be that's that's my bet. My bet is economic activity or uh, no stimulus. That could be another one. I know I heard that Pelosi and Mnuchin were supposed to talk. I wonder if that. If, I wonder if those talks failed. I, I don't know, uh, but 
uh, sooner or later, I think after the election, we're going to get another stimulus bill. Uh, it's going to be in the trillions, uh, whether it's uh, one and a half, two, three trillion. That uh, depends. Uh, if Biden wins, who knows? We could see uh, a stimulus bill with a Biden victory of four trillion. We really could, uh, which would be incredible for gold. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two metals plans. We are going to start shipping tomorrow. So metals plans, we're going to try to get on it early. Uh, Our goal is to have everyone done by the end of next Friday. Uh, That'll be the goal for the metals plan, but we will start shipping uh, tomorrow. Everybody, take care. God bless. Put, Put the tens away, right? Two tens for less than a 20. Do it. $1,050 $1,050 apiece, 800 951 0592. God bless everybody. We'll be back tomorrow.